from all of these challenges to Drake's Tussie Slide and all of these IG Lives, this is Rooted Black Girls with Banana Fnan. <laughs> Representing everyday Black millennial women of multiple faiths and cultures. Happy Easter to all our Christian followers. Happy Easter. All right. So, Fnan, the Instagram streets and um, <laughs> what else is that? What's that thing? TikToks. The TikToks have been going absolutely insane. There was actually one day where I spent two hours on TikTok. <laughs> I've done all TikTok. It got out of control. I believe it. But these challenges have been going wild. Um, have you participated in any challenges or have any favorite ones? I didn't get invited to do any challenges, unfortunately, <laughs> like some others, but we'll talk about that later. But one that I really enjoy watching was, I know it's terrible. You know, the poop challenge. Did you see that? Where yeah. would prank their kids with like Nutella or peanut butter and ask them to bring the toilet paper in the bathroom. Yeah. Kids out. I love that one. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. I saw this like grown ass black man who like almost broke down the, win the door. He was like, this is so disrespectful that you just put poop on my hands <laughs> or the little kid did you see that where he like stared at his mama and washed his hands like and he was hella pissed off there was one where um this sweet little girl was like it's okay mommy it's an accident and then another kid was like he had a full-blown panic attack and yeah. was like i have corona i have the coronavirus he was but just think if someone did that to you you know you had to call your brother i had to be like adam from a baby <laughs> and then he touched him like what First off, questions that, that need answers. Like, why would your hands be wet and nasty when you don't have toilet paper in the bathroom? Like, that's how you know someone's nasty. Anyway, these um, challenges have been so interesting. I've, I had a whole bunch of challenges in my inbox that I just was so against. I was like, IG is about to be MySpace, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like vehemently against it. Um, and then I got the, someone invited me to do the Don't Rush Challenge where they got black uh, women optometrists to participate. Yeah. And my neighbor downstairs um, is actually, you know, part of that demographic. And she hit me up and was like, are you interested? I was like, sure. But I had no idea that it would go viral. Oh yeah, y'all got hella likes. It was a lot, it was a lot. Um, I ended up, you know, it was, a fun, it was fun to participate in it. it. And I, you know, as someone who doesn't create uh, these TikTok videos all the time, I'm gonna kind of, all hail the queen to F9 because it was hard to create. Oh my God. And all I was doing was dancing to that, to that song. <laughs> um, but I, I will say that, yeah, it was a good time. But uh, moving on to the adulting section, I ended up going into work on one day last week. And I was, I won't say bombarded because I think they're watching. <laughs> <laughs> You know, people found me on, on my Instagram, and I like to separate the two, right? I know, Afnan. Wait, 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 your coworkers found your Instagram video? Found my Instagram video because of the Don't Rush Challenge, because it circulated in these, like, health spaces that they're on. And then they were just like, you know, Dr. So-and-so, like, why, you, why don't you do this? And you don't look like that all the time. And I was like... <laughs> I was like, we gotta mind your own business, you know? <laughs> and then one made a bid to be participate in the show of that. So if you're willing to take on the homie, then. Uh, Excuse me? Yeah, he was like, I was like, well, hey, so what would you actually talk about on the show? He was like, myself. <laughs> uh -uh. <laughs> I know, I know. But uh, yeah, so in adulting, I had to 
And I don't know exactly what I'm going to do now because I do lead a different life, both ethically, of course, you know, my work life, I like to keep separate from my personal yeah. life. And then because of this challenge, it kind of mushed it all together. And in general, I am poor with uh, boundaries, you know, and I'm going to have to come up with some method here to create some separation. Although I love them and respect them all. I don't know if I want them all up on my Instagram. Personally. I don't know how you're doing it. Honestly, for me, if I found out, this is what I do. If I know one of my coworkers recently started following, cause when you get the notifications block immediately, I don't care straight up. We could be super cool. Like, you know how there's levels to work friends. Like there's yeah. like the, the, person that you say hi to in the morning or whatever then there's a person you'll actually go out to maybe lunch or maybe dinner yeah, with maybe. Or like, after like a work fun, maybe a dinner <laughs> right and then there are the people who like your real friends in real life right i have yeah. very 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 few of those mm -hmm. um, so anybody outside that last group if i find that somehow they add me block straight up straight up they could have liked pictures and everything and i'll still block them untake back all your likes take your hearts back i don't want them <laughs> isn't that the weird thing about uh when you block someone then you don't see what they you know liked if you care but girl that's kind of some strong energy are their feelings not hurt when you see them you know that nobody's following monday nobody's brought it up right it's awkward like af so yeah, they don't ask about it. So we don't talk about it. So I don't know how they feel. We just haven't really discussed it. Um, but somebody who can always get you together always is your mama, right? So mama. this week <laughs> in my mama says segment, um, something that my mother would always tell me, and it literally haunts me till this day. It's like, you know, your mom, like there's a few life lessons that just, you just can't undo them. It's like mm -hmm. hard programmed. For yeah. me, one of those things is I cannot leave the house if the house is not clean. Even if I'm only going to like Target, at least the living room has to be put together. My mom would instill the fear of God and say, what happens if we're out and when then we get guests? Like then what's going to happen? Like, or what happens if something happens and then people have to bring you back to your house and your house is a mess? What are they going to say? Yeah. <laughs> so Fred always gets like irritated with me because he's like, we're literally going to be right back. Like the pillows on the couch can stay like that. We're, we're going to be right back. <laughs> and I just can't, I can't, especially if we're going on like trips, the whole house needs to be clean. The whole house needs to be clean. Mm -hmm. like, no, I for sure. I get that, especially on trips, but like trips to target. I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a hella funny because, um, so a lesson that my mom told me that's like scolded me to this day is, but I do not be follower, you know? <laughs> so it's seared in my mind. And even my line sisters back in the day, they're like, you are problematic. I don't think problematic was like a word that we all used back then now that we're all woke, but <laughs> they would pretty much, they were like, you were problematic with your disregard to like follow the group, you yeah. know? And if, especially with line sisters, they all like to dress alike, you know, they all want to be like, what's going on? And our line is not like that at all. And I think we're just a, a big group of like headstrong people. But um, that, that Farah, do not be followed is in my mind. And so it's almost uh, de a detriment in, in some cases, because if everyone's going right, I'm going to go left, right? I'm going to try to find a different path. Yeah. Principle, you know, and it's, and it's great because as a kid growing up, you know, they really gave us, I always say this, they gave us free reign at age 16. They're like, here is your car keys. Here's a car. Ruin your life if you want to, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so we were, my brother and I were solo dolo. We were very independent at the age of 15 and 16, but we went to parties. People were doing ratchetness back then, even though ratchet was not a word that we used all the time. Or it was a word, but we would beat you up for it. <laughs> but but uh, we would go to parties and my brother and I would look at each other and be like, okay, we out. And we would never participate in any of the drinking or drugs that were going on 
Uh, and I think it's because of just like no follower. Farah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can relate to that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting now because sometimes I think like, Oh, it would, it wouldn't be a bad thing just to go with the crowd or, you know, do that thing that someone's asking me for, but I always just have to think about it. And it's like, am I doing this because I want to do it? Or is it because the herd is doing it? Yeah. That's definitely a good practice to get into. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now, uh, as we go into the next segment in my feelings, have you had anything that's gotten you, uh, all the way in your feelings this week, Afnan? So I don't know if you guys saw, but last week we had our first feature for um, our social distancing series, and the other Afnan decided to throw shade, okay? She, <laughs> she got you all the way together. First of all, I can't eat eggs, apparently. It's off limits, because the other Afnan already got that on lock. I don't yeah, know. You can't eat eggs. Thing, right? <laughs> and then she came at me for my video, and just, yeah. it was one thing after another. I was just, and then in the comments, people were backing her, like, our followers. Yeah loyalty i'm just like no but her video was super cute um i thought it was really really dope for such a, a young perspective on social distancing i think sometimes it's just kind of like kids sit in the corner but she's getting ready to go to college and i really loved her episode um and we have some new she did a great job yeah we have some more videos coming up and it's not too late if you guys are interested in having your video featured for the next video for social distancing let us know those videos are dropping on thursday so i won't say who but we have another great uh video coming up next thursday as well if I do you have anything this week for in my feelings oh girl so the whole country has been talking about tiger king and as someone who is i was born in oklahoma weirdly and then i grew up mostly in florida so the whole joe exotic and carol uh baskins issue wrap me all the way up together you know because it's like you can't don't act like you know me you know this oklahoma and florida i'm from northern florida so yeah. that's it's very country right <laughs> and so um I, I you know of course i'm gonna get deep here a little bit uh, i was just reflecting this week about tiger king and how the audacity of joe exotic you know and how you know in the black community we have our own villains right and we can count um, R. Kelly as one of them, Bill Cosby, right? Even Michael Vick, right? With his uh, dog fighting allegations, right? And he was actually convicted for it. But our villains are vilified. And then you see Joe Exotic as someone who has a reality TV show. He has this, uh, he's like ostentatiously like verbose with kind of his exaggerations and the way that he leads his life. Um, and so in no way could a black man be gay, uh, <laughs> uh, own exotic animals, uh, have a, a co-worker who nearly dies or gets their arm chopped off, right? Um, carry, have guns, is a predator towards his lovers and that he chooses people that are addicted to drugs and then have a show about it and people laugh about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, interestingly, yeah. this past week, I was watching the White House uh, briefings on coronavirus and a reporter, and I was like, do not take this time to talk about this weird dude. You know, let me not cuss. <laughs> but this reporter was like, hey, Joe, Joe Exotic is acting, asking for a presidential pardon. Um, and he has 20 years. And when I tell you that uh, Trump, I don't want to call him POTUS over here, but Trump, uh, you know, engaged him and took a large segment of the briefing, uh, at least two, three, five minutes of the briefing, kind of discussing Joe Exotic, I was like, how dare you? Americans are dying at, at inc 
large rates and black Americans at that at rates that are outrageous, you know, and we're hearing numbers anywhere between 70 to 80% of black black people are uh, uh, admitted and infected with coronavirus. Yeah, and dying at alarming rates too. So it, um, you know, I was just thinking about uh, kind of the audacity of some people in this country that is related to race and how, uh, you know, black people, our villains are just vilified and we would never see a segment on or a, a short series on Michael Vick and it kind of elevate him in his audaciousness, you know? And so it just, I was reflecting and, um, it's interesting how some people in this country have the ability to spin a story and, you know, our stories given to us often as black people. So, yeah, you know, I gotta, I gotta take it deep sometimes. All right, guys, that's all we have for today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please make sure you drop us a comment below. Also make sure you give this video a like and follow us if you haven't, but until next time, peace. Bye y'all. Thanks for tuning in.